Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely blessed day today. And as we find out more and more, as we've seen this out west, the intentional sabotage and people who have actually been arrested for arson being released from jail only to be arrested again for arson, showing us that what's going on out west, as sad as it is, it is significantly controlled and manipulated, even with one um, news station I saw last night, they had videos of basically telephone poles and power lines, basically the whole poles chainsawed down. And uh, so they're intentionally trying, this, this group of fascists, these group of a, a communist group that are out there, the Antifa as they call them, they are intentionally trying to cause as much damage and chaos as possible. There's even a photo emerged of firefighters, but they were not firefighters. We have later been told now they are basically Antifa members in firefighter uniforms holding up an Antifa flag behind a burning field. Whether or not they were involved with the fire, we do not know, but it sure appeared that way. So again, we see as we talked about yesterday, the communist overthrow or the attempted overthrow of the United States is in full swing right now for multiple venues because this is what we've always kind of tried to piece together is that once this happens, being that the United States is so large and so prosperous, it was never going to be an easy overthrow by the communists. It was never going to be one singular event that took everything down. It was going to have to be something all across the board, as we're starting to see here happen very, very rapidly. So we continue to bring you the world news and everything that's happened around, along with the health news here at Health Masters. So again, thank you for your support and continuing to spread the truth and wake as many people up as possible. How are you doing this morning, Deb? Also doing wonderful. I was on with Jeff French last night. We discussed a lot of this. And the sad part about it is, is that, you know, this overthrow has been planned a long time ago. This whole thing with coronavirus, yeah. a staged pandemic event that we're in right now, this is probably planned 15, 20 years ago. The introduction of the fluoride into the water supply was planned 70 years ago, 80 years ago. The use of tricyclic antidepressants was planned many, many years ago. The increased estrogen from these estrogen mimickers of the plastics, all that was basically planned 70 years ago to decrease the testosterone in men and to make them more passive. You know, even Mark Wahlberg now, macho Mark Wahlberg is doing a pro-gay movie. I guess Hollywood has decided they're going to basically defang him and make him a little girly mind in this movie and pretty much promote the gay agenda. All of this is being done by the communists that we've talked about repeatedly on this show, and I've never let them have room to breathe. I've never given them a chance to get up. I hammer it constantly about who these guys are, what they do, why they've done this. Now we have the department, the, the spokesperson for HHS, Human and Health Services, as you know, this is Donald Trump's appointed spokesperson, says buy ammunition as he claims Democrats are planning armed insurrection after the election and accuses the CDC of sedition against the president on a live Facebook rant. Now, guys, this is the head spokesperson for a major agency, and now we're finding out that he's saying that they're going to be armed resurrection groups like squads, like hit squads, all over the country after the election and after the 
basically inauguration of the president. Guys, this is exactly what they did in Russia. This is why they stopped teaching history in the schools. This is why they stopped giving you civics lessons and talked to you about communism and slanted information and outright lies of the media. This is why our children are never taught this information any longer because these guys control the media, as I discussed in detail yesterday, with the literally millions of communists who came in from Russia and came into our educational systems, came into our government over the past hundred years. I mean, it's mind-boggling, but this has all been planned. I mean, I told Jeff last night, Austin, I said, even in the event that we had a major uprising, it's going to be very difficult to have it occur in a hundred different cities around the country all at the same time. The planning that goes into this to put these groups of <clears throat> paid mercenaries into a hundred cities, even that won't work unless you bring a huge standing army in exactly what they did with Stalin and Lenin in Russia. They brought in thousands of these guys, these paid mercenaries, and they enlisted the help of the locals who were also communists to overthrow the Russian government. This is the tipping point that they're hoping for. This is where they're hoping that these people will come in and join their mercenary forces all over the United States and stand in solidarity against the white people. Let's make this very clear. This is about white people. This is about Western civilization coming to an end and bringing in a communist group to run the entire planet who are controlled from Lucifer, who basically are Satanists, who do child trafficking, who sacrifice children, who drink blood, who do all kinds of weird stuff in their perverted sex rituals. This is a sex death cult that runs the planet. And, they, and the United States has been a thorn on their side now since 1776, and they have done everything they possibly can to overthrow the government. It's like Austin said earlier, because of the prosperity of the United States, because of the ability of the Christian work ethic to continue to persevere, they've taken them, taken them over 100 years with the implementation of the Federal Reserve Act to make us the most indebted, enslaved country in the history of the planet. That's where they have the United States right now. And sadly... The vast majority of the population doesn't understand. Do we get preachers out there who won't tell the truth, who become motivational speakers to rah-rah the crowd every week? We get Joe Olstein, who basically goes to a Lady Gaga pro-gay concert to be inclusive with his members in his church, to allow everybody to come to his church and never preach repentance and never tell anybody that homosexuality is wrong. Yeah, and, and Joel's a friend of mine. I know him. Well, he used to be a friend of mine. He hears shows like this. He's probably not going to be a friend anymore. But the reality is this. I mean, I can't stand back and look at this now and not say anything about it. The preachers have to get off their, 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 their lacy derrieres with their lacy little panties that they're wearing and say, I've had enough. We can't allow our flock to go down this track. But because of so many of them, they don't want to really have a true job as far as having to do manual labor or going out and working. I'm just being honest now. They're doing everything they can to maintain their lifestyle. I've seen it. You know, we had a pastor for years. He had polished fingernails and so help me, I thought he wore makeup. I mean, he's kind of a weirdo, to be honest with you, but he was a good preacher, but he was just tolerated because of his ability to speak. All kinds of health problems and never would basically replace him until finally got to the point he was missing so much church it was ridiculous. And you kind of wonder, why? Why is it that the board of these churches 
don't come in and do what they need to do. Well, so many of them are friends of the pastor. Some of the board members are also compromised. And I've seen it over and over and over again in churches where you get a compromised pastor with a compromised board and they allow compromised things to happen in the church. This is why I tell you guys, I'm going to tell it to you again. I know a lot of these TV evangelists. You know, I've been on their TV shows. I've spoken at their churches. And I'm here to tell you, give your money, your tithe to your local church. Keep it in your own hometown. Don't be sending it to these guys to buy more jets and to buy more mansions and to buy more call boys. Ooh, I said that, didn't I? Or call girls or whatever weird thing, fetish they've got going on right now. If you haven't seen what just happened with Jerry Falwell and his wife, Becky, you haven't been awake or you haven't been listening to this show. I mean, don't be supporting these groups that promote this type of deviant behavior. Don't be, don't be giving them money. Just keep it with a local pastor and go to a church where the books are open. Now listen to me, please. This is really important. you got to find a church that they tell you where every penny goes. Here are the salary pennies. Here's the overhead pennies. Here's the electrical pennies. Here's where we take the money that we have to pay out. Here's where it goes. Here's what we do with your tithe and your offerings. They need to be accountable in what happens with the cash. Just, just a heads up. Because if you don't do that, what ends up happening is a lot of these guys start playing fast and loose with the tithe money and with the offerings. They start getting their own little pet projects going. Look at Falwell. He used Liberty University money to do all kinds of weird stuff with it. Guys, be very, very careful on who you support. Be very, very careful on where you send your money. And more important than that, remember that your relationship with God Almighty is not contingent upon your pastor or your church leader or your elder or your deacon. Your relationship that you have with God, with the great I Am, is only through the blood of the Lamb, through Jesus Christ. We no longer need a mediator to go through that mediator to go to God. We have the ability to do that directly with Jesus Christ. We no longer have to have a high priest stand before us and between us, between us and God Almighty, to offer a sacrifice for us, for our repentance, for the remission of our sins. We don't have to do that. This is what it was like in the Old Testament with Israel. You know, they had to take their offerings to the temple once a year, and then the priest would be there, and they would basically kill the offering and submit the offering to the Lord for the repentance and for the forgiveness of sins of these individuals. We don't have that anymore. We don't have to be involved with rebuilding a third temple. It's not necessary. We have the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ, continually producing scalar waves and energy fields to correct our DNA to make sure that we're one with God Almighty and we can come directly to God through Christ into the throne room, into the Holy of Holies, if you want to say it that way, of God Almighty and petition Him and allow Him to be a friend a mentor, our God, and have a relationship with Him that allows us to be led by His Holy Spirit. And see, this is what's so important, guys. It's not about a pastor. Now, don't get me wrong. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, chapter, Hebrews 10, verse 25, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. That's very important that we get together with a corporate anointing and a corporate prayer time and a corporate praise and worship. It's really important that we have a unity of believers and we all get together and we support one another. That's really, really important. But when it finally comes down to the bottom line, 
It's about your relationship with God. It's about your relationship with Christ. It's not about your pastor's relationship. See, that's why it's so important that you accept Jesus Christ, that you accept the relationship that he has, and yet you don't allow another person to usurp that from you as far as you have to go through that individual. Go to the pastor and say, please pray for me. Well, you know, he can pray for you, and that's a great idea, and I'm happy that he does. But you need to also be praying. I prayed for you guys this morning. You know, we are coming to a time in this country right now that's unprecedented. I mean, we're about to lose the republic, just between me and you and the, the, the gay post here. I mean, if we don't wake up and start doing stuff and telling people the truth about Jesus and the truth about what's going on, we're going to lose the republic. The Rothschilds, this Illuminati, the guys who took down Building 7, this satanic death sex cult that rules the planet, whatever you want to call them, they're in their end game now as far as what they're doing to the United States and to the entire planet. Like Austin said, they're out there now burning, you know, huge swaths of the West Coast, you know, cutting down telephone poles and power lines and causing massive arcing to take place and have all these fires get started. They're doing this on purpose because they're trying to say it's global warming. We have to have a new green deal. It's because of the heat that we're generating in the atmosphere that's causing all of these horrible things. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's the chemtrails, guys. It's the geoengineering. It's DARPA. It's all of the stuff they're doing to terraform the planet that's doing this. There's no doubt that this, this entire world has changed from a climate standpoint. I mean, you know, we've, my, my windows in the house, they used to never fog up. They never used to, but this year, suddenly, every single morning, the windows are fogged up. And you're like, what the heck's going on with the windows? I don't know. The dew point, the temperatures, everything's kind of getting closer together. Never seen anything like this before. Something's definitely changed. But, guys, it's because they're doing it on purpose. They're trying to blame it on us so they can charge us a carbon tax for breathing air. This is what it all boils down to. It's continued global enslavement to tie together this Green Deal with 5G, with social credit scores, and coronavirus health scores to basically put us under the boot so far that we can't get air yesterday. Just to let you guys know how serious this is getting and how bold the dark side is getting. I took my grandchildren out to a restaurant with Sharon yesterday. And if you guys, you know, on Sharon's Instagram account, ST Brower, you'll see photos of the event. And when we walked outside, there were four women dressed in black sitting at a table. I mean, black hats, black outfits, total black, white powder makeup with black lipstick, black eyeliner. Just, I mean, they look like a bunch of witches. Oh, yes, yeah, so you already know what I did. So I'm looking at these witches, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, i got to go over here and talk to these weirdos because I want to let everybody know on the show that this is really happening. And I was wondering why there were only four of them because usually they have to have five in a coven for their little pentagram deals that they do. And so I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden I walk, so I get up and I walk over to them, and I looked at them, and I said, are black for a reason? Oh, we're just, you know, celebrating Halloween. I said, well, I thought you guys, you ladies were all Wiccans. And they looked at me kind of funny, like, oh, he's asking us a question. And the one girl looks at me and goes, no, we're not Wiccans, but this is Coven's Day Fun Day Out. Whoa. Do you hear what I just said? It was Coven's Fun Day Out. 
they were hardcore satanic witches. For some reason, these witches, they think there's a difference between a wicked witch and a blood-drinking witch, or a witch that likes to sacrifice animals and kill things and put curses on people and do all kinds of other weird stuff like they did with Jezebel's day. I tell you guys this is real. Then about the time I walked away from them, number five showed up. The pentagram head, I guess. And I thought to myself, this is so sad because this is all based in Kabbalah. All of it. It's all Kabbalah. It's all the ancient Babylonian religions that are basically put together through the Zohar. You guys need to listen to that show at the beginning of the year, January, on the Kabbalah. Listen to it again. Listen to the day before that, too, because I talk about what's happening with the giant vampire squid that suck its teeth into the United States to suck the very lifeblood out. It's so important to understand that this stuff is real. This morning I was on with Mancow, and he asked me to talk about the power of prayer and scalar waves, and he's talking about what's going on in the country and how we're being overtaken by these communists and these Antifa groups and all the other things that are happening. And it's very real, and it's happening right now in real time. We're not reading about this in a history book. They're not telling us this is going to happen in George Orwell, 1984, written 30, 40, 50 years before the event. They're not telling us that now. They're, I'm telling you right now, this is real time. We have the spokesperson for HHL, Health and Human Services, coming out and telling us there are going to be militia groups going out and starting basically firefights, and he, that he believes that he himself will be murdered, yet telling us to buy ammunition. I mean, this is one of the spokespeople, one of the big agencies in the United States government appointed by Donald Trump, telling us and warning us this is about to go down. Now, remember, this is what they always do. They control Donald Trump. I'm letting you know that. I've told you that a hundred times. They control Joe Biden. They control the entire electoral process. They control the federal court judges that are so corrupt. They control everything. They control the Supreme Court. It's taken a long time to get this stranglehold this tight on the United States, but they control all of it. We are under the control of ancient Babylonian Canaanite religions priest class. That's what we're under control. And it's been like this for thousands of years. Jesus Christ came to free us from this grasp, and he did, as long as we accept him. But guys, without Christ, this is one hopeless mess that the world is in. And guys, we as Christians have to stand in the gap. We've got to stop promoting and supporting preachers who promote and endorse homosexuality. It's not okay in God's eyes. Read Leviticus, read Deuteronomy, read the Pentateuch. It'll tell you what he likes and what he does not like. But guys, it's so important that we understand where we are, how we got here, and what we need to do to get out of here. Finally, I talked to you guys yesterday, and Austin did too, about Fauci is now saying you need to take vitamin C and D. Well, now it's hitting mainstream that he actually said this. But guys, we've been telling you that since February. We have all types of black people. We have, we have all kinds of black people now basically doing all kinds of crazy stuff because they're basically being told to do so. We had a black passenger on an airplane basically get thrown off the airplane, got into a big pissy pants match with a doggone flight attendant. This woman, this black lady goes, I am a queen of California. You people are going extinct. Talking to the white people. Black passengers escorted off plane by police in Sacramento after launching to a racial rant when asked to take her seat. Said, you can't tell me to sit down, peasant. Your white privilege is coming to an end. That's what she's saying. You can listen to her in the video. I mean, this is insanity that they're allowing themselves to be programmed 
by the communists to start this mess. I, mean, I hate to tell you, there are a lot of flight attendants I don't like either, but they have the power to have you thrown off the doggone airplane and get put on a do-not-fly list when they tell you to sit down and take your seat because they need to get by you. They kind of mean that. It's kind of like their job. This lady went into a full-blown rant, and she didn't say one thing. And she said it, and she was right. The white people are going extinct. 5% of the Earth's population is white now. It's getting less and less and less because they've told us that we're a peasant, that we can't reproduce. We can't have children. We can't have enough children. You shouldn't have children. I only have one child. have two children. You could never have your 2.3 mystical number that you're supposed to have to maintain the population of whites or three or four children. They don't want you to do that anymore. They want you to shut up and go extinct. She straight called it out yesterday on that plane. Wow, what a mess we're in. These people are allowing themselves to be brainwashed by the media, and they don't even see what's happening to them, Austin. What do you think, bud? It's true. I mean, it's all across the board. There's a lot of Hispanics, and there's a lot of whites that I know that are becoming more and more ignorant when it comes to the reality of what's really happening. And the issue is we've allowed the communists to have infiltrated part of the United States government through the welfare social programs to encourage this type of behavior. That's why it's so difficult if you're actually a married family with multiple kids and work hard to get any type of government subsidies except massive, massive amounts of taxes thrown on you. I mean, you look at it all the time. I mean, you talk, talk to people all the time. You know, just married this kid, this kid, this kid, and they're, you know, they work. There's no, there's no tax breaks. You don't get any help with anything. Then you talk to somebody that's basically single. Talk to a mom. And it, it happened to white, white women, black women. They have two, three kids all out of wedlock. They'll get thousands of dollars a month. Then they decide they want to go back to college. Then not only is their college paid for and their books paid for and their tuition paid for, they get $1,000, $2,000 a month and basically stipend funds. They're free, completely free grants to go back to college. Now, I'm not saying some of these women don't deserve the extra help. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is we've encouraged an immoral society by saying, hey, it's okay. If you have two, three, four, five kids out of wedlock and you're not married and you don't work, it's okay. We'll continue to keep subsidizing your behavior. At what point in time do you stop enabling people's illicit behavior? That's the million-dollar question that I ask because it's never stopped. It continues to go on and on and on. And as I sit here now and I look at all these things that are happening, and I saw this other article earlier that I talked about where basically this guy out in uh, Portland used a Molotov cocktail to start a fire. He was arrested, then basically released, and six hours later arrested again for starting six more fires. Obviously, this is what these guys are doing. And then I look out the window right now. I'm in the office. I look out the window, and all I see now All I see when I look out the window all day long are Amazon trucks. I'm not joking. I'm not joking right now. I've I've noticed this for the last two weeks. Amazon trucks at the neighbors. Amazon trucks at the other neighbors. Amazon truck down the street. Amazon truck up the street, down the street, up the street, down the street. All day long, all I see are Amazon trucks. Why? Because Amazon is poised to be the global retail online monopoly as they're being completely set up to be. That's why, if you look, and many people have discussed this now, that Jeff Bezos, they're saying that his net worth now is $206 billion via Amazon. His net worth has almost doubled during the coronavirus pandemic. And now an article came out. This is very interesting. This is from Mid Press News. And a advocacy group called Public Citizen.
Citizen has detailed how giant Amazon has completely misled the public, law enforcement, and policymakers about price increases during the pandemic, raising the prices on essential products to levels that would be considered a gross violation of price gouging in almost all states. Now, of course, when they were accused of price gouging months ago, they said it was bad actors. They said there was no place for price gouging. Basically, we're going to do everything we can to help out our customers. Well, the problem is now public citizen has now come out with a report that found Amazon engaged in price gouging on its own products. It sells directly, not third party, not bad actors, from their own web house, website warehouse that they store all the stuff at through Amazon's essential line. They said disposable face masks and quartz starch went up almost 1,100% from the beginning of the year. They said uh, numerous other ones, including hand sanitizer, antibacterial soap, disposable gloves, toilet paper, paper towels, sugar, all across the board. Now, you have to realize this with Amazon. They don't keep four or five boxes of hand sanitizer or toilet paper in stock. They buy thousands of pallets of this. This is why they build 1.1 million square foot facilities. For example, are an interesting individual. I don't care for him a lot. He's a realtor here locally. I'm not going to say his name, though, because a lot of people know who he is. He's been complicit in numerous aspects of completely and totally undermining the quality of our city here, including brokering a deal for Amazon right down the road from me, about four miles down the road, right on the hill off the interstate of I-4, a 1.1 million square foot Amazon facility that is going to be basically one of the largest Amazon facilities in Central Florida. And of course, they have the massive spotlights that looks like a doggone baseball field out there. It's it's monstrous, it's what you think it is. It's 1.1 million square feet. And what's funny is the Lakeland Times tried to come out, Lakeland Ledger tried to come out and talk about, oh, this is so great. Amazon's Auburndale Fulfillment Center, they're going to employ more than 500 full-time workers starting at $15 an hour. Now, ironically enough, I found this out just recently, and I knew this before, but I was having a hard time actually confirming it. Right down the road from this Amazon warehouse, a huge swath of orange groves were ripped out. Huge swath. Now, a lot of them basically were sick, but there was a numerous other things you could plant there, including strawberries, watermelons, anything across the board, as far as agriculture. Was it worth that? It was worth the money for real estate. They came in and they tore out huge swaths of orange groves. And you imagine what they put in. They put, put in tiny little cookie-cutter houses. Now, I went and looked at these houses months ago when they were starting to put them up. They're putting them up so fast. Oh, there goes another Amazon truck. Not joking. Just drove by again while I'm talking to you. They put in all these cookie-cutter houses, neck, I mean, side-by-side. Side. We're, you know, we're talking, basically, if you trip out your front door, you're going to land in your neighbor's driveway. And I go in the house, and they're like four-bedroom houses, but they're like 1,500 square feet. They're, they're not huge houses. Not, not, not a bad-sized house. It's just not. It's like everything's cookie-cutter inside, like little rooms everywhere, little rooms everywhere. And I go up to the windows, right? And this is the part that really bothered me. I go up to the windows, and I knocked on the window with my ring finger. About crack the window. Not joking. I mean, I barely tapped on it. The thinnest single-pane glass I have seen in my entire life. I've been in houses that were built in the 40s and 50s with thicker single-pane glass than this. And I walked around a couple of the houses. Windows were broken out already. Not from vandalism, just people touching the glass and it breaks. And you put your hand on the glass. Sun's coming through. And it's so hot, it feels like you're almost touching an oven. The glass is so hot. Now, how in the world in 2020 
with all of the alleged green requirements and the Florida product approval code, which, by the way, I had to deal with vigorously building my own house for the last year and a half, with them not wanting to approve this, not wanting to approve that. Finally, I said, okay, guess what? I'm doing double-paying argon-filled impact windows that are made for the doggone beach. How about that? And they still gave me, oh, we need to show the paperwork on it. We need to see the ballistic testing on it. We need to make sure it's missile rated, blah, blah, blah. I got it all. How in the world are you going to build a house in 2020 that's supposed to be energy efficient with single-pane glass that's so thin you can almost break it with your ring finger? My answer to you, Amazon helped massively subsidize and broker the deal because guess how many houses, just guess how many houses they got approved to put in on this whole entire area of 559. 500 houses. I kid you not. 500 houses that they got approved to put up. These houses basically started like $160,000. Super, super cheap, affordable houses. Very, very cheaply built. Why did they put them right down the road from the Amazon Fulfillment Center? Well, it's pretty easy to figure out. This Amazon Fulfillment Center is going to pretty much subsidize people getting houses in these homes. Now, people don't realize is the Lakeland Ledger tried to come out and say, oh, all these new jobs all these new jobs are going to be in Arbordale. Oh, by the way, Amazon as well at the Lakeland uh, Airport airport, Airline Place, basically the airstrip in Lakeland, huge airstrip in Lakeland. In May, they announced the city signed a 20-year contract with Amazon to construct an almost 300,000 square foot air cargo complex in Lakeland International Airport. It's where dad goes over there all the time and hangs out with some of his friends. The facility is expected to create 800 to 1,000 new jobs. Oh, yeah, 1,000 new jobs. Now, I don't know if anybody's done the math on this, and I'm not knocking this for anybody because everybody's, you know, starts somewhere. I mean, I started making hardly anything when I started working, but $15 an hour jobs a $31,000 a year job. There's nothing wrong with that. You can still pay your bills and pay a mortgage and so forth, especially if you have a couple that's making that much, you know, $60,000 a year, then you got taxes on top of it. But do you realize if you do the math after you take out mortgages, insurance, utilities, internet, two car payments, food, health insurance, phones, you know on average, I looked it up online, on average, the average amount of discretionary income every month with a married couple making $15 an hour after all expenses are paid, discretionary income is right under $500 a month. That's with not adding any money to savings, not going on any vacations, not putting anything aside, $500 a month discretionary income. So when Amazon and the Lakeland Ledger wants to parrot Amazon and talk about how great Amazon is and how amazing they are and how great thou Amazon is and how they're taking care of everybody. Understand, they're not doing anything for the economy whatsoever. They're not building any significant jobs. They are there to build a slave labor force to put cheap houses in right beside Amazon so people don't have a long commute so they can be able to save a little bit more money and turn around and continue to work for the giant beast known as Amazon. This is why I keep telling everybody, stop buying stuff from Amazon every single week. Stop supporting the giant global retail monopoly that is going to put all of us out of business. And I'm not just saying that as a defense for health masters. I'm saying that for every single small company in this country that is struggling right now during COVID, trying to make sure they keep cash flow going and they keep payroll going and they can keep all their employees paid. By the same time, Amazon's net worth has literally doubled to over $200 billion in the last six months. 
Does anybody else find that ironic? While every other company around the country right now is basically being told, you have to limit the amount of people you can come in. Oh, if you're a restaurant, you can only have half capacity. Oh, if you're in New York, you can't even have indoor seating. Oh, you're not an essential company. You have to shut down. This was all planned from the very beginning to do everything they could to disrupt, control, and break down the very economy that America has built on. And at the same time, Amazon is growing like a weed with all-time high sales while they're price-gouging people right in front of our faces, and nobody wants to say anything about it except the Lakeland legislature says, they're going to have 500 new jobs in Polk County at $15 an hour. Boy, Amazon, thank you so much. You guys are such amazing people. You really help us out. Woo, yay, thank you, Amazon. We'll be your good little peasant serves. This is what they want you to do. They want you to be happy and thankful that you're getting tiny little minuscule crumbs off the table and they're letting you eat them off the floor. This is what Amazon was supposed to do from the beginning. This is why they have an entire military contracting side of Amazon that most civilians don't even know about. This is why Jeff Bezos continued to grow because he is their Rothschild cutout. So please, as I sit out the window and I watch Amazon, Amazon go back and forth all day long in front of my office, delivering packages as fast as they can. Stop buying from the beast. Or stop complaining about anything and go back to being blue-pilled and pretend nothing bad's happening. Stick your head in the sand and say everything is great, everything's fantastic, there's no place like home, I need to get my vaccine, I need to drink my fluoride because I have no idea what's going on. If that's really where you want to go, you know what? I, I'm not going to knock you for it. If you don't want to deal with what's happening, don't deal with what's happening. But don't sit here and talk about how we have to do this and we have to stand our ground. And at the same time, you're literally virtually throwing thousands of dollars to Amazon every single month to keep feeding the beast while they build a 1.1 million square foot facility right down the road from me. And I have to watch their stinking trucks driving from my office all day long while I watch numerous other businesses that I've been friends with for years have to shut down, close their doors, and will never reopen again, because apparently you can only get COVID at small businesses. You can't get COVID at Amazon. That's my stance on that, Dad. Uh, well, you know, I can't disagree with you. I think you're absolutely right. Amazon is basically being poised to become the largest global retailer. Uh, yesterday, I was speaking to a lady at the airport, and uh, I have a lot of friends over there who work there, and and I'm not going to mention any names here today because I don't want to get my in trouble. And she was telling me about how there was a group of – there was a guy across the airport who basically developed uh, – he was in high school, a high school kid, dropped out of high school, and he's in his parents' basement. Have you heard this story before? Parents' basement. Listen to me. He's in his parents' basement, this kid, this 15-, 16-year-old kid, and he develops a new way of doing a clearinghouse with MasterCard. Yeah, like we all believe that. It's like, you know, Jeff Bezos started in his garage and, you know, and, you know, and Bill Gates started in his garage and what a bunch of crap. And, and what ends up happening is suddenly they have access to billions and billions of dollars. I mean, you try to borrow a hundred bucks from the bank, they want the blood of your firstborn. But these guys are given these open credit lines and then they're given staffing to come in and do all of this stuff. I don't believe for one second this guy, you know, he ends, he ends up creating the, the largest private military air force in the world. 
Yeah, which is now being used by the CIA. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, yeah, just thought I'd mention that. You know, and so, he, you know, all of these things, you know, we think are supposed to be like generic and they just happen. They don't happen, guys. It's all orchestrated. You know, Walmart came in and destroyed mom and pop businesses in the, in the United States. They used to send teams into cities before they came in with their giant super centers to let all these other businesses know that they were going to all go out of business. They actually did this, guys. We're going we're gonna to have little programs for you so you can try to find the niche market that you can get into so you can feed your family. But we're going to suck the life out of your companies, and we're going to take all of your business away from you because we're going to provide you know, a really big store with all kinds of stuff, and everybody do a one-time shopping. I know Publix here locally, uh, they, they told their doggone employees not to support Walmart when they went to a supercenter format bringing groceries in because Publix is a grocery store. They said, we have to have enough internal consumption with our 400,000 employees and we can't be supporting a company like Walmart. And I know I know people today who work for Publix who will not go to Walmart because Walmart sells groceries because it's in direct competition to Publix. And see, this is a mindset we have to take. You know, and guys, I want to thank you for coming directly to Health Masters and, and getting your supplements. You think about it. So many of you listening right now, you're getting your vitamins from, from Health Masters. I want to thank you for that. But then more of you who are listening right now, you're probably getting your supplements through a box store or through Amazon because you can save a dollar a bottle or whatever. You know, we have really high-quality supplements. You know, they're not cheap to produce. We use an FDA-registered drug laboratory that ma manufactures the vast majority of our products. They're super high quality, super high potency. They're the best you can possibly manufacture. If I could build a better product, I would. This is the stuff my family and I and my grandchildren take. So when you get your supplements from us and you, 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 you support us, it makes this show possible. And that's how we have to support one another. Austin's right. We're doing way too much business with Amazon. We're doing way too much business with the box. I loathe going to Walmart. I absolutely loathe it. I mean, every time I go in there, I'm like the only, unless I'm with Austin, we're the only people not wearing a mask or we're sharing with the only people not wearing a mask. It's just, it's just what it is. So when you guys, when you guys support us, it makes all the difference in the world. And so many of you, we've had, we've had Christopher and Douglas and Nancy and Stephanie and Pam, so many of you now, and I know I'm going to forget some names and I get in trouble when I do that. I apologize if I forgot your name. You know, you're supporting us with a tie girls. You've sent us Barbie dolls. You've sent us clothes. You've done all kinds of things for us. Thank you so much. My wife wants me to inform you that her Instagram is ST Brower for Sharon Ted Brower. And, you know, we still need more Barbies. The 20 Barbies are apparently hard to get and put together because guys, you know, these girls in Thailand, they don't have anything. They came out of a, they came out of a grass hut, you know, without windows and with a dirt floor. I mean, this is sad the way these people live in third world countries, but yet we're supposed to turn our country into a third world country. Because the Rothschilds have willed it. So I, I spoke to the lady yesterday at the airport. I said, do you really believe this guy started his little MasterCard business when he's 15 years old in the basement of his family's home? I said, no, he's another cutout. He's another Jeff Bezos. He's another, you know, whatever. And I said, and I said to her, I said, if it was the Rothschild local airport, it was the city of Rothschild, it was the Rothschild 5 and 10, it was the Rothschild gas station. We've done this. I've talked about this on our show before. If everything had Rothschild's name on it, Basically, everybody was saying, we got to get rid of these guys. They're a giant monopoly. They're controlling the world. But when they use cutouts like Bezos or, you know, all these different people, Bill Gates, you know, this, that, that crazy guy from Tesla, they use all these different people as front people. Nobody thinks much about it. Oh, these people all started in the garage. It's the American way. It's free enterprise. No, they didn't. 
They had teams of people putting together these programs they're putting together years in advance, and they picked that person as a front person to say, okay, we're going to tell everybody he started this in his garage. You didn't even find out that Bill Gates' mother was involved with the Federal Reserve Bank of Seattle. Imagine that. That Bill Gates' father was the president of Planned Parenthood, which is a giant human sacrificial ring of killing infants. Oh, yeah. You find all that stuff out, and you start going, wow, this is crazy. This is who these people are. Oh, by the way, many of you have asked me yesterday. I was telling you about the Jewish Messiah uh, at 175 B.C., who basically was killed. You asked me for his name. His name is Judas Maccabus, M-A-C-C-A-B-E-U-S. It's also spelled M-A-C-H-A-B-E-U-S. And uh, it basically, he was a Jewish priest, the son of a priest, and he led the Maccabellian revolt against the saluted empire against the Greeks in 167 to 160 B.C. In fact, the Jewish holiday of Hanukkah, the dedication commemorates the restoration of Jewish worship at the Second Temple in Jerusalem in 164 B.C. after Judas Maccabus removed all of the statues depicting Greek gods and goddesses and purified the temple. This is who this guy is. Now, they thought, many of the scholars of that day, that he was the Messiah. But history's not recorded him as being the Messiah because he was killed. <laughs> so, you know, that's not a good thing when your Messiah basically is killed in battle, unless his, your Messiah is Jesus Christ. And we talked about this yesterday, so please listen to the show from yesterday. Oh, by the way, another Q, giant Q website has been shut down. I just thought I'd mention that to you guys today. Hey, you think, well, what does that mean? Well, they've, they've closed it down because they found out, now get ready for this, they found out that the website was being run through a Rothschild bank called Citibank, <laughs> one of their employees. And now this guy's backpedaling like crazy trying to figure out how to get himself out of this mess he's got himself in. In fact, I posted this on our website. It says, Q Annan website shuts down after New Jersey man identified who is a Citibank employee as the operator. Imagine that, that we've told you guys that this whole thing is a psychop run by the international banking cartels, and now we find out that he's an employee of Citigroup. A link profile for Galenus says he works as an information security analyst at Citigroup. And, of course, Citigroup... <laughs> Right. You can't make it up, Austin. And, of course, Citigroup declined to comment. Think about that for a second. I'm going to repeat this one more time. A linked profile for Gilanis, the guy who's running the Q website through Citigroup, says he works as an information security analyst at Citigroup. Now, guys... I don't think it'd be any more in your face than that. But, of course, the Q people will say, oh, no, 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 that's not true. That was planted in the media. No, 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 that's not true. This this guy had nothing to do with it, and, and he had to change because of what's going on with the indictments. Oh, God, I'm so sick of you people thinking like that. Don't think that way. It's not okay. And I know our listeners don't, but all the people that are tuning in who believe in this stuff. This is a psychop. It's a Rothschild CIA psychop with a Q mess. Ugh. Austin, what do you think? I mean, if anybody thinks City Citibank is actually a uh, 
very good group. I mean, you, all you got to do is do some background on Citigroup and Wells Fargo and all these big heavy hitter banks that pretty much consistently rip people off all the time. I think it was uh, was last week, this week. I think yeah, last week. There was another big article out about basically the uh, federal regulators are preparing to issue some huge, huge fine again to Citigroup for failing to improve their risk management systems, which stem from like a, a highly publicized scandal, if you guys remember, which the bank inexplicably made an accidental $900 million payment to creditors of cosmetic company Revlon, and that was basically after secretly scheming with Revlon to screw over those very same creditors, uh, Citigroup. These guys. I mean, these are all. These are all the big banks. These are all the heavy hitters that are right next. Hold hands, touch each other's butts, grab each other's shoulders of the Federal Reserve banker boys. They're all in bed together. So yeah, when you see this stuff, quite frankly, you know, I don't even know if that's even accurate about the guy with Q and Citigroup. I think a lot of the stuff, the whole thing was. And I'll tell you this right now, I've said this for years, ever since I started to do some real research on it, I think Q is just a big, giant CIA psychop, and he floats through just different aspects of different big companies, so he can continue to obfuscate the truth of what's going on. And speaking with obfuscation, the man that probably is the king of talking out of both sides of his mouth, bobblehead Fauci, has now come out now and said, he went on basically another... Another interview again, and he has now said that until there's an. Remember, you guys remember, okay, we backtrack six, seven months ago. At the beginning, it was until there's an effective vaccine, we have to continually social distance. We have to wear masks. We have to do all this stuff now. We have to have all these restrictions on us. We have to flatten the curve to make sure the hospitals aren't overwhelmed. We have to stop the spread. We have to do all this stuff now. We've got to flatten the curve, but this is only until we get a vaccine. Remember, we called out and said, oh, gosh, here we go again. Here's the massive vaccine push. Well, now he comes out now, and, I, and he quote, he said this on Friday now in an interview. He said, if we're talking about getting back to a degree of normality, which resembles where we were prior to COVID-19, it's going to be well into 2021, maybe even towards the end of 2021. However, the vaccine may not be as effective as we need it to be. This is Fauci again that said we can't do anything until a vaccine comes out. We can't go anywhere. We can't reopen everything. Now it doesn't matter if a vaccine comes out. Now we're not going to be coming back to normal until the end of 2021. Has anybody noticed, or is it just me, how the goalposts is getting continually moved out further and further and further and further indefinitely? This is exactly what I was ranting about yesterday. There is no end with COVID. This is why they keep doing this. Okay, guys, we have to do this, and we're going to be over it. We get to that. That didn't work as well as we needed. We got to do this now. Okay, well, that didn't work out as well as we have to do this. We've been flattening the curve for the last six, seven months now, and it's the whole thing's a joke. There is no more curve anymore. The CDC has already come out and said that no more than 9,000 people have actually died from COVID in the United States in the last six months that if they did die, they had multiple, multiple very severe conditions that they already had prior to COVID, but nobody wants to repeat, no one wants to talk about that whatsoever. I mean, now you t I saw another release from uh, the CDC that came out basically, I think it was two or three days ago, somebody sent it to me, and it says right here, it goes, criteria to distinguish a new case from an existing case, and you go down to the middle of it here, and it says, and I quote, to date, there's been minimal evidence of reinfection among persons with a prior confirmed COVID-19 infection. 
There's what I said there. There is minimal evidence of reinfection among persons with a prior confirmed COVID-19 infection and growing evidence that repeat positive tests do not correlate with active infection when viral culture is performed. Similarly, the experience with other coronaviruses is that reinfection rate is extremely rare within the first year. To make that clear, what they're basically saying is it's virtually impossible if somebody tests positive for COVID-19 to get COVID-19 again. And at the very least, they're going to be immune to it for an entire year from naturally contracting COVID. Okay, so if that's the case, if you've contracted COVID and you've now tested negative, they're virtually impossible to contract it again for another year. Why do you still have to wear a mask? Why do you still have to keep your business shut down? This is all the stuff that nobody wants to ask questions about. And again, this is designed to contradict one another. They go back and forth. They contradict what they say, then they go back on what they say. They say something different, they say something different. It's designed to keep everybody in a state of confusion. They tell you that if you contracted it, it's virtually impossible for you to contract it for another year. But you still need to wear a mask for your protection and everybody else's protection because you could possibly spread it to somebody and they may get it, but they'll never know they get it they're asymptomatic unless they test for it. And once they test for it, once they're negative again, they could probably never get it again, but they still need to wear a mask to protect you because they don't want to give it back to you. And I'm being real, but I'm also being completely sarcastic and making fun of what they're saying. This is why they keep doing this. This is why they keep pushing the goalposts further and further and further. It's to confuse the populace. This is literally textbook psychological warfare at its finest example that sadly so many people have completely and totally fallen for. Now you have this week the U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson in the U.K. announced a ban on social gatherings of more than six people is now reimposed as of 14th of September after more than 3,000 confirmed cases were recorded. Okay, here again, the cases, not deaths, not significant deaths just to COVID with no other diseases, nothing, just confirmed cases. Confirmed cases in the most part, if you look these 3,000 confirmed cases up, large percent of them were asymptomatic. They had no symptoms, but yet, now, you can't have social gatherings of more than six people. He said, during the lockdown, we saw a surge in reports coming to police. If people are concerned, if they don't think there's been a, a basically a convening, it's your option to bring it open. Basically, what he's saying is here, when asked when people should call the police if they saw a group of more than six people in the house next door, he said, it's open to neighbors to do exactly that. Meaning, you need to start snitching on your neighbors if they have more than six people at your house because apparently we have asymptomatic cases that nobody's dying from and we need to make sure we continually send out law enforcement to harass, intimidate, threaten, and arrest anybody that does not obey our decree because they are peasants and nothing less. That's essentially what he's saying here. So again, realize... What Fauci's saying, end of 2021, I don't doubt it at all, guys. Unless we start standing up and saying, no, we're not going to wear a mask, we're not going to social distance, we're going to live our lives exactly the way we're going to, because we've already found out now, this is not what you told us it was going to be. Our immune systems are still strong. The vast majority of Americans took large amounts of vitamin D and vitamin C. That's why there was such an issue trying to get those compounds for months on end, and they're still continuing to stockpile them and take them. And even Fauci says you should take them, but then turns around and says, we can't do anything until the end of next year, even if we have a vaccine. We have to still continue doing lockdowns and masks. Open up your eyes, my friends. 
wake up and wake other people up and get them off the doggone mainstream CNN fake news and let them see what's really happening in the world and that our rights and our freedoms are being ripped away from us at an unprecedented speed. And like Deb said earlier, the guy basically that's talking about after the Trump election. I fully expect this to happen. I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. What we've seen over the last three or four months, I fully expect these individuals to get prepped, and they are very armed. There's a reason why, if you guys remember, the shipment came in to Melbourne, Florida, with over 10,000 illegal machine gun parts that the Border Patrol and ATF confiscated. They were dropping auto sears for AR-15s. They were completely illegal. How in the world did those come in? Dealer didn't order that many drop-in auto sears, not even close. Not to mention he couldn't have that, he wouldn't have the ability to sell them to other SOTD or manufacturers or law enforcement officers. You can't sell them to those civilians. Why in the world those parts come in? Why in the world has ATF been busted on numerous occasions funneling machine guns and 50 caliber weapons to the Mexican drug cartel and accidentally losing them? I use that word loosely. Because they have to continually arm the militants to get ready for this in the coming year or so. Because they want to make sure these guys are armed. Well, I hate to tell them, large percentage of Americans are very well armed and very well ammunition stocked. Ammunition now is becoming like the golden thing. Anytime I can find it now for a decent price, I'm going to just buy it up, even if it's 100 rounds at a time. I'll tell you that right now. I've, I've already told people that. If you find it for a decent price, just buy it. Honestly, just buy it right now. I mean, now, if the, the people are price gouging, you know, a dollar, dollar fifty for nine millimeter, no, they keep that crap. They don't. But I mean, the other day I saw a store down the road, a pawn shop. They had nine millimeter ball for, uh, it was like $23, $24 for 50 rounds. They gave it to me for like a little over 40 bucks. They guys gave them cash for 100 rounds, 40 cents a round. That's still taxing all out on me. I'm not a fan of paying that much for it. But at the end of the day, that's still a decent price for what we're happening because now I have heard this now from multiple people. I had a couple emails. I had a guy that's basically in the industry tell me that the issue that's now starting to come about is not just supply of ammunition because that was not really issue. Now it's starting to become an issue. Now the manufacturers like Winchester and Federal and these guys are having a hard time getting the raw material in enough bulk to manufacture to catch up with supply, including steel and copper. That's the next problem they're starting to have now because the giant slump we had with the months on end was shutting down the economy with China, with everything, with the imports and so forth. Steel and copper, as far as in bulk they need it for, is starting to become difficult to acquire. And then you have to case it. You need the primers, which are another issue that are coming into play. And also, too, the powder. The powder not being as much of an issue because that's pretty easy to manufacture, but the primers are becoming another issue. So, again, I encourage everybody, stay prepared. Keep a stockpile on everything you may need, whether it's vitamins, whether it's food, whether it's water, whether it's ammunition. You know what you need. You know what you need to stay stocked up on. And I encourage everybody, continue to do so. We have a whole other batch of the organic food buckets coming in Again, we're going to be fulfilling more of the orders that basically were pre-ordered. You know, I'm not a big fan of doing that, but I wanted to make sure everybody had the ability to get these things on the pipeline because, as I've told everybody, Right now, it is more than time to start getting prepped for stuff. And what I know a lot of people have been doing, you know, they'll order a large amount of food buckets for us, but they'll also go and order some beans and rice or go to the store and buy some and basically seal them up. And what you can do is, to, in order to allow the food to go longer, you get organic beans and rice. You can still get those for a fairly decent price. Granted, nobody really wants to eat beans and rice all day, every day in the emergency. You have the ability to make some of those in bulk and then add some of the 
organic entrees that we have in our food buckets to them, massively increasing the calorie count, but then adding the quality of taste and food onto it. So you kind of have a black beans and rice pasta or a black beans and rice chili, and you can make it like that. I've already talked to a couple people that have experimented with that. That way it stretches out your food buckets and allows you to get more calories in and not have to burn through your food buckets so fast. As we see, the food buckets are becoming a very, very short supply, but we do have hundreds more in the pipeline that we're getting in for all of our customers and getting out. Literally, as soon as they come in the door, they get labels on them and they go right back out. So thank you for your patience. I know a lot of people have been calling up, asking about them. No, we have not forgotten about you whatsoever. Yes, you will get every single one of your food buckets. We are working diligently every single day. I have Ruben on the phone every single day making calls and pushing our reps and managers at that company to make sure we get stuff in. Even if they get us a small order out, we get the order, we get it right out to you guys as soon as it comes in the door the same day. So thank you for your patience. We are getting to everybody. We will continue to supply everybody with fully certified USDA organic food buckets as fast as we can physically do so. Thank you again for your support of Health Masters. Please, my friends, continue to stand your ground and speak your mind on this. And if you know something is to be true, I say it every day and I'm going to say it again, stand by your convictions on what you really believe. Vote with your dollar. Thank you for supporting Health Masters and getting your multiple vitamins and your toothpaste from us. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepared. Stay ready for anything. I appreciate you guys. Talk to you again tomorrow as always.